Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Second Door on the Left. This is your host, Drew House, and today, back with us, it's been about two months. It's crazy. Jay Barnett, back on the program. How are you, Jay? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, dude. Uh, yeah, Breaking Benjamin. That was a great night. Crazy to think it's been, almost, been almost two months, yeah. Yeah, ready for him to come back to, to Olive Branch. Yeah, that'd be something. That would be something. Um, Jay, wanted to have you back on the show. Um, you're a pretty loyal listener to the to the podcast, are you not? Been listening ever since you took uh, became a host. Yes, Josh was gracious enough to uh, hand me, you know, a part of the reins, and uh, it's been fun, dude. It really has. So. Uh, Thanks for being, thanks for, you know, accepting the invite and I'm glad we were able to get you on. And, um, yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit, sir, about yourself and what you have going on in, in your world? Uh, well, you know, I am a married man of two and a half years. Um, my wife and I just found out we're expecting our first child, a baby boy, Jackson Ellis Barnett. We are super excited about that. Um, as far as, my job, I have two. One is a cybersecurity analyst for FedEx as a third-party vendor for the company called MicroFocus. And my second job is in Olive Branch with Drew House at Liquidations Plus, or some may call it Tidwell Enterprises. Great company to work for. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, for a minute there, I thought it was going to, you said with Drew House, and it sounded like a dirty job, you know? Just working with that guy, but yeah, there is much more to what you do. You are a you're a lister for us, and uh, yeah, we provide uh, a good service for the community and abroad with uh, you know a lot of the products that we have. Yes, we do. We list a variety of different products from pills to electronics. I mean, whatever we can really get our hands on. Yes. And uh, we're located pretty much right in the heart of Olive Branch um, in a lot of ways. Um, 6235 Highway 305 North should definitely come and check us out. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that is something that we are both a part of, my friend. And uh, it's, it's a pretty good deal um, for me and my family. And, uh, man, could not be more psyched to, uh, for you and your wife in regards to the pregnancy, dude. So. Congratulations with that. We've been trying for a while now, and last year we weren't sure if we were even going to be able to have a child, but, you know, God had a plan for us all, so we ran with it. That's amazing, dude. Well said. Well said, my friend. Okay. Um, so now that we got the uh, – we got we got a little bit of who you are, Jay. I want to dive into a little bit because you're, you're a listener. You're a big-time listener for us, and you've supported the program. And um, I kind of went back through some topics, much in the same way I did with Matt um, and tried to with my brother Joseph. But um, if you listen to that one, Joseph is uh, – he, he's not really into all that stuff as much as I am, but it's okay. He, and into the – some would call – some would say the nerd stuff. You get what I'm saying, Jay? He's just a good old country boy. But um, I wanted to do to do something similar with you and um, get your take on a few things. And I want to come out uh, the gate, Jay, 
with some basketball. You a big basketball fan? I'm a very big basketball fan. I've watched pro basketball for 25, 30 years now. Well, I mean, you just set those pins right up for me, my friend, because I want to know who your Mount Rushmore consists of as far as NBA players in your lifetime, which is roughly the same as my lifetime. You know, little, you're a little older than I am. Uh, what, about two years older? Something like that? A year? Yeah, I'll be 35 in February. 35 in February? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, do you have that lined up for me, uh, sir, and, and the listeners? I do. Awesome. Yeah. Take it away. At, at, at point guard, um, I would have to go with Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is hands down one of the best all-around players I've ever witnessed in basketball. He can do it all, and he's a triple-double machine. Um. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's actually even in the, like, the top uh, five in, like, assistant steals throughout all of the NBA. Um, that shooting guard that can be a bit of a toss-up. You know, you have so many good players, that anywhere from, you know, Michael Jordan, uh, who is the GOAT, let's face it, um, Kobe Bryant, so, um, it's a small forward, hands down, LeBron James. Yes. <laughs> Power forward. Well, that I would have to go with Tim Duncan. Let's face it. He was Mr. Fundamental. And great, of, great player. My, and my favorite player is pro, has probably got to be Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. So that would be my Mount Rushmore. Okay, let me get just a very interesting. I mean, you can't you shell shocked me um, to to throw out some turtle reference there with Jason Kidd right out the gate. Now I'm not saying Jason Kidd wasn't a great player. Um, you just shocked me. And so you said Jason Kidd, and then uh, the second one you threw out, I heard MJ and Kobe. Now, is who who is that second spot right there? Who would be the second spot? Well, yeah, just MJ, in that spot. Okay, okay. So no – okay, and then we got LeBron James and we and Tim Duncan and um, who your, your crazy horse could be <laughs> um, out there. Would would be Shaq. Very interesting. Okay, so I mean, I agree. I, I don't. I see what you're doing with the positions, and I'm 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 good with that. So, but to not have Kobe Bryant up there is is kind of head scratching to me. And then when I see, especially well, when I see, if, Jay- if, if we're basing it purely off of no, it doesn't matter what position. Then yes, I would throw. I would have it be Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, and LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> that would be a yeah. top four. But I like what you did with the positions, honestly. So I'm I'm good with that. Okay. I'm definitely good with that. 
Um, if you remember, Josh prolonged that given you know him giving us his Mount Rushmore, and it ended up being the one I said a month before. It's just it's just looking back, thinking back. It's it's incredible that that dude is as good as he is on this show because he's out there sometimes. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, shout out Josh house. Um, Jay, I like anything, anything you want to now give me, I got your Mount Rushmore. Give me some intake, uh, intel on you and your love for basketball. Well, I mean, I, I've played basketball since I was probably about six. Um, Played all throughout high school on my church team, uh, Decatur Trinity. We we weren't the greatest team, but we had a lot of fun. It was a great group of guys. I wouldn't I wouldn't trade them for nothing. Uh, I always would fall in the category of I guess playing playing shooting guard or small forward because I was probably one of our best pure shooters. And towards the end of High school, I guess I was getting out there and actually doing more rebounding and blocking and stealing the ball because I started getting taller. Um, up until I was like 16 or 17, I was only like 5'6", so I sp- spread it up to 6'4", right, like as I turned 18. Uh, my teams, uh, I've always been an Orlando Magic fan because of Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal. And then my senior year of high school, the the Grizzlies came to Memphis, and I became a hometown fan. You know, let's face it, Memphis may not be the best team, but they've got a loyal fan in me. I don't care if they go 20 and 60 or 57 and 30. I'm still going to pull for them no matter what the record will be. Awesome. Yeah, that I mean that's a heck of a uh, sprout job there, brother. I mean, you went you that's about 10 inches from, from Yeah, I grew six, six four. And I can vouch. I mean, you you're up there. So, <laughs> that's a that's very interesting. So, I'm I'm sure I can only imagine the effect it had on your on your game. Oh, it it definitely took a toll on my game. Uh I my team wanted me to start posting up more and instead of just, you know, being the guy that can shoot anywhere. Uh, so mm. it definitely made my game more well-rounded. Okay. Okay. So they didn't try, there wasn't much, hopefully there wasn't much pigeon holding be, because of your height, you know, being, you know, more in the box and, um, or in the paint instead, you know, and not really being able to showcase some of your, your outside, you know, your perimeter game. And because I could see you having a nice touch. You're a lefty, right? Uh, no, I'm a righty. Oh, okay. Man, why did I think you were a lefty, man? My bad. You yeah, just kind of cool. look, look like a lefty. Like you could just drain some, some rainmakers, you know? Well, I definitely do that. A couple of weeks ago, those same guys that I've played basketball with in high school, like about a year ago, we all went to the Grizzlies practice court and did a full court game and I probably lit one up from about 35 feet out. 
Wow. That's downtown. That is downtown. <laughs> oh man. Woo. How much uh pro- how much propulsion did your body have to do? Were you able to just kind of pull up like a normal shot or did you have to have kind of a uh you know what I'm saying, push it a little bit? I probably had to push it a little bit, but for the most part, honestly, it felt like it was natural. Very cool. Very cool. Um, man, I, I can I feel you on the Orlando Magic. Uh Josh as well. We love that team. Shaquille O'Neal, uh Penny, Horace Grant, um Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. Yes. That was a that was a fun team to watch. Uh Josh and I both have some fond memories of that team. So yeah. That's awesome. And I will tell you, I hate to admit it, but I will I will tell you the only i've been to one memphis grizzlies game jay in my life and it was just just one and it was a preseason game the very first year they came so that would have put it at the pyramid and uh yeah (laughs) and that's still to this day the only one i was honestly probably at their very first preseason game my dad picked me up from uh, I think school that day, and we just—he surprised me. He's like, "Hey, I got tickets to the preseason game. Let's go!" Awesome. How was it? Did they pull it out? Oh man, it was—it was great to go to the the pyramid and watch the Grizzlies. It was great because I—I mean, I—I'd been wanting wanting to have a pro team in Memphis for a long time. Right, because it was hard. It was hard to go to games because we didn't have a local team. Yeah, I mean, and and it's not only the fact that your team or your city, you know, gets this team, but you also get a, a revolving door of the stars in the NBA. You know, in regards to the the team they'll be facing that night. So, um, right, very big for the city, no doubt. And the Grizzlies have had some some good teams. They've had some really good teams throughout the years. They've just they ranked, have. you know, just better teams. Yes, my favorite season was probably the year we went to the conference finals, which was in like 2013. Right. I mean, we we had a tough time getting around gold. Uh, Oklahoma City that year and but we got past them and we went on to playing the San Antonio Spurs who have not been so kind to us in the past we've only beat them in one playoff series out of probably playing them four or five different times over the past 15 years mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I would have thought they might have gotten them once or twice at once for sure Yes, we we beat them to to win our first playoff series back in 2011. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-mm-mm. Well, the Grizzlies uh good stuff. Um good basketball talk, man. So, hopefully we can get that goal up in the warehouse soon and uh, be shooting around a little bit, staying warm when it when the cold hits. 
That'd be awesome. I would love to get back into playing basketball regularly. Yeah, well, we're gonna do it. We're gonna, we'll, we'll make it happen. Ain't no, ain't no more uh, dilla daddling once it warm, you know, cools down, and we can have some fun in there. Okay, basketball check. Jay, uh, yes. I, I had an episode where I gave you my top five favorite movies. I gave uh, there's there's an episode dedicated to it. Um, if you have them on deck, sir, and ready to go, I'd like to hear some of your favorite movies of all time. Some of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> In no particular order. All right. Yeah. Um, nope. No pressure here. <laughs> As the rain but... finally starts to fall over here in Olive Branch. This is crazy. <laughs> Um, in no particular order, okay, we'll start with a movie back in 1989 starring Fred Savage called The Wizard. Wow. It was, it was a movie about video games. And in fact, introduced at the very end of the movie, introduced us all to Super Mario Brothers 3. Wow. I watched that movie at least a hundred times over the years. It's one of my all-time favorites. Um, let, let, a Jay. more current movie that would probably be up there. Well, hold, is... hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. I, let me, can I give you your props on the wizard, just real, just real briefly? Sure. What an amazing pick! Because I love that movie. That movie is is all kinds of of fun with me. I mean, there's a lot of different. There is some kind of a uh, bigger, you know, more mature themes going on, but um, a lot of it has to do with just you know gaming. And yeah, Super Mario Brothers three, one of my all time favorite games. Um, yeah, great great pick with the wizard. Love it. Awesome, awesome. Um... Another favorite of mine would have to be Walk the Line, the movie about Johnny Cash, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon. I don't know what it is about that movie, but I just I love the story of Johnny Cash. Man in Black. Very well done movie. Yes. Reese Witherspoon did like her own singing and was even offered a contract after that movie. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, she can sing. She can. She's yeah. one of my favorite actresses. So that's probably one of the main reasons I actually saw the movie, but the overall story was just amazing. Very cool. Yep. I love that movie as well. Absolutely. What else you got, Jay? Uh, the Social Network. David Fincher movie starring Jesse Eisenberg and Andrew Garfield and Justin Timberlake. It's about the founder of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Amazing, amazing movie. Um, it's somewhat cybersecurity related, so uh, since I'm in that field, uh, it really just stuck out to me as a movie to watch and I've loved it. Uh, a lot of people don't understand why I love it so much, but 
I enjoyed the hell out of it. I love how you how you said David Fincher's social network because I mean that if you know I follow directors and I know you follow directors, um, so that's definitely a Fincher feel movie. And the tone is of that movie and the just the lighting or or lack of lighting at times. It's yeah, it's a, that's a great movie. Another awesome yeah. choice. Another yeah, awesome let's choice. See here. Well, my next one is probably going to be my all-time favorite movie ever made. Okay. The Dark Knight, Christopher Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight in 2008. That movie was amazing in every aspect of the work of that movie. There was nothing done wrong in that movie. The only downfall I see in that movie was the fact that uh, the world lost a great, great actor, Heath Ledger. Yes. I mean, this movie was an honor- honorable mention for me. So, yeah, this movie is uh, is, is top flight, no doubt about it. And I do. You could tell that I think there was some, from what I've read, Jay, and you, and you could probably confirm this or not, you know. But with Heath Ledger dying, obviously that changed some things post-production uh, and maybe because uh, I think they were done filming or at least he was done. So I think there was a, definitely a story change and a rush with the Harvey Dent character, because if I'm not mistaken, uh, Two-Face was going to be in the third one. That was my understanding as well. Yes. So. I mean, why couldn't they have still done it with Two-Face, even if he hadn't died? I, I think there was just going to be a continuation of uh, The Dark Knight, correct? Correct. Because let's face it, the sequel, you know, the, the one that followed The Dark Knight Rises, it didn't live up to the expectations that was built from Batman Begins to The Dark Knight. It was it was a great movie, but it just it, it didn't to me it didn't that trilogy didn't end as well as it could have in my opinion. I can I mean I can I can see where where you come where where you're coming from. I don't know if I want to be that hard on it, but um, I was very I was through the roof excited for this movie. So maybe I did the movie a disservice just by in my own head I had built this movie up so much you, you know what i'm saying you talking about the third one or yeah. the all right the third one after the after the second one getting ready to go see the dark knight rises my bad right i mean i pretty much went into it i guess thinking expecting a lot because let's face it to me the dark knight it, it met expectation beyond expectations you know christopher nolan christian bell i mean that whole the whole cast was amazing and I guess I just I won't say that I hated the movie but I can't say that it was it ended as well as I thought it could end however I will admit that let's face it Anne Hathaway looked pretty damn good in that movie (laughs) if nothing else you know the movie could be crap but watching Anne Hathaway (laughs) As a as a thief and then the Catwoman, yes, yes, redeeming value to be found. Absolutely, 
awesome. That's that's hilarious, man. All right, um, you got another one you want to throw out, brother? You want to move on to to some uh, some uh, some TV? Um, got another one worth mentioning because we got some time. I could throw out one more. I would imagine. Let me see. Oh wow, where can I go with this? I think I will want to go with Fight Club. Fight Another Club. David. Very cool. Yeah, you're a Fincher fan, and you're a dark. I mean, you you got the kind of the. Um, uh, I'm picking up what you're laying down, Jay. Yeah. Go ahead, Fight Club. What makes you love that movie so much? Uh, just the overall story. It was incredible. I mean, Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, they just delivered one hell of a movie. You know, you didn't really see it coming until the very end. Yes, I mean, blown away by that ending. That was awesome. Didn't see it coming. I don't think anyone did. And surprisingly, I mean, as far as like the box office numbers are concerned, that movie bombed. But I mean, to me, it was one of the best movies of that year and, well, hell, probably of all time. I mean, this was the rare case where um, the same with Jaws. I think the the right the author admitted that Spielberg's movie was better than his book, but I know for a fact, um, Fight Club writer like Palachet, something or another said that the movie was better than his book. So not often that goes down, but uh, at least in the author's opinion, and probably in a lot of people's opinion, the the movie far exceeded expectations and might have even surpass the book in overall you know quality right so Fincher knows what he's doing back there no doubt about it all right awesome top five the wizard walk the line social network fight club and uh favorite movie of all time the dark knight good stuff all right, Jay. Next thing I want to go through with you here. You got some TV shows you wanna you wanna share with us? Oh, man, I have so many TV shows that I watch. It would be hard for me to choose a top five, much less. I mean, but well, if you can do a top five, that'd be great. Or if you just want to kind of, because I, I do want to, I want to get some kind of. Uh, you know, idea. If you have five to seven shows you want to give us, yeah, I'll start with Friends. I know you're. I know Drew. I know you're a big Seinfeld fan, and you definitely prefer Seinfeld to Friends. But to me, I prefer Friends to Seinfeld. All right. 
something I did. I did binge watch. I watched some from my uh, dear friend uh, Tiffany Gamble shortly after high school. I binge watched seasons one through six on on DVD of Friends. Uh, I never got around to watching the last four seasons, so it's kind of weird with me and Friends. I do I do respect it, and uh, I know a lot of people love it, but I love that it's it has the New York setting similar to Simon. So, absolutely. Um, I, did, I, did I, I did snub it in the in the episode I did regarding TV. I mean, let's face it, you did. I, I you know, I, I was listening very carefully to that. Wow. Yeah, you weren't the only one. I, I got it from about three or four different people. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, I, I've seen the error. Um, a lot of people will probably give me crap about this one, but it's a show I've watched from the very, very beginning. Big Brother, reality TV. I've watched every season since 2000. I watch it every summer. And to me, just the dynamic of, I guess it's a big well, I mean, as the title says, it's Big Brother. It's you know, everybody watching your every move and make. I just I can't really get enough of it for some reason. In fact, I just recently got my wife to watch all uh, several of the past, a few of the past several seasons, and she she understands why I like it. She just thinks that at times it can be a little uh, boring because it just seems like they're not really doing a whole lot unless they're doing competitions, which competing for power to win half a million dollars. I would love to go in the big brother house and try to win half a million dollars. Wow. Yep. I didn't see this show coming, but that's cool. You know, I've never seen one episode of big brother. Well, if you ever decide to watch it, I would definitely start with like um, any season that had one of a few one of a few people in it. I would highly recommend watching some more than you know. Some seasons are definitely better than others. The one All Star season they had back in season seven, which was probably my favorite season thus far and they've had 20 seasons. Wow. Yeah. I know this is a big deal for a lot of people. They have uh, viewing parties uh, right. for it. So, I mean, I, I can see the appeal. I just, uh, I missed the boat on that one. <laughs> All right. What, let's, uh, what, what else you got there? All right. Um, what else? I'll throw out um, a show that was introduced to me by my friend Elise back when we were in college. The OC. Man. I definitely I watched this show. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Only ran for four seasons, but man, it like the first couple of seasons, the first two seasons were absolutely amazing. <laughs> I, 
it's one of those like pop culture phenomenons that you know you just like for me it's a it just brings back fine memories whenever i watch that show because my friend lisa and i would watch that show every week together nice yeah i definitely watched this show as well um i don't think i started watching it originally i think i caught up um i definitely caught up as well yeah i think i did too but uh, I was into this show, and I think I remember stop. Uh, I did. I stopped watching a few episodes before. Um, you know, spoiler alert. What was her name? Mar- uh, yeah, Marissa, Marissa Cooper. Yeah, before she died. I don't think I was watching when she was killed. But I, I definitely remember those first two seasons, and what she died in the third season, right? She died at the end of the third. Yes. So for whatever reason, I had kind of gotten off the boat a few seasons, a few uh, episodes before Marissa died. But that's awesome. okay. The fourth season was definitely an odd one, and a very shortened one, for that matter. Right. Um, another show that I would have to go with would be Sons of Anarchy. Oh boy. You and, jo- right. you and Joseph could have a, a, a po- episode about this one. <laughs> Ran for seven seasons. Uh, it's a motorcycle gang. It's had, you know, had to do with drugs and, I mean, drug sex. I mean, it had it all in there. And it's loosely based off Hamlet, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. I did not know that. Another show I've I missed the boat on, but um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I would recommend checking it out. I mean, it's a pretty much a Netflix staple, right? It's still on Netflix. It's kind of like Breaking Bad in that regard. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, have you watched? Uh, I think Joseph's watching it. Uh, the Mayans. Is that a kind of a? Spin? I watched the first episode, and I need to watch the second episode. Gotcha. So cool. I mean, um, much in the way that the Breaking Bad world. Not to keep bringing that up, but the Breaking Bad world is still being, you know, continued with Better Call Saul. Looks like Sounds of Anarchy has a show that they can continue the that world or that feel. So, you know, hopefully that goes well for that show. Uh, As far as, um, we'll just, I'll throw throw out one more favorite and then I'll throw out some honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, One more favorite of mine would have to be Breaking Bad. I mean, let's face it, Drew, you and I both, we, we, we can agree on this show that it's probably one of the best shows ever made. Yes. Yes. No, no doubt about it in my mind. And it's nice to know, no doubt about it in your mind too, sir. Absolutely. Probably like having you on. We're probably going to have you on more now for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Common interest seemed to do that for us. (laughs) This is a, I mean, this is a, a, just a landmark show. I mean, just for television period. Absolutely. Um, I think when you're, if you're talking or if you're creating any kind of big TV show list, this has got to be up there. I mean, there are other shows, but, um, 
it's got to be up there. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, for sure. Now, for some honorable mentions, I mean, let's face it. Um, I'll throw out there um, Suits on USA. Okay. Great, great show. I would highly recommend anybody who hasn't watched that show to watch that show. Um, Ozark. It's on Netflix. That uh, they just did finished the second season of the show, and it's on. It's streaming live on Netflix now, and it just came out. I think like at the end of last month. It's an amazing show. Um, real yes, I have. I'm sorry. Uh, real quick, I heard Grey's Anatomy. Um, Ozark. I haven't watched season two yet. Have you? I have. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome season. It's set up perfectly for the next season. Wow. All right. Good deal. Looking forward to that. I gotta. I gotta fit that in sometime. Um, Grey's Anatomy. Absolutely. It's kind of a guilty pleasure, but you know, whatever. Whatever. Judge me. I don't. You ain't worried about it. No, I'm not worried about it. It's been going strong. It's about to start its 15th season here pretty soon. Wow. Yeah. Um, Criminal Minds. MTV's The Challenge. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And probably last but not least, Billions. And, oh, sorry, one more. Mr. Robot. Had to tack Mr. Robot on there. Yes. I had to. So I've never. Unfortunately, I, read, I just heard that it's going to be canceling. I mean, ending the show after its fourth season coming up. Well, it, it is official. I, I did. I just always heard it was going to be either be four or five. No more. I think I heard the same kind of rumors. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but dude, what that's been a hell of a run. A hell of a run. Yes. What that show has put on screen and the story it's given us to this point is, is something uh, spectacular. Could not have said it better myself. All right, dude, that shows awesome. Okay. Well, that's a heck of a list, man. We got some friends, big brother, the OC sons of anarchy, breaking bad, uh, gave us some honorable mentions, suits, Ozark, Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds, MTV's The Challenge, Billions, which is uh, that's the Showtime show with Paul Giamatti, correct? And correct. The other guy. And Damian Lewis and Maggie Siff also was on Sons of Anarchy. Awesome. And then Mr. Robot. Good stuff. Unfortunately, man. there was one show that I did not mention. And I'm surprised I didn't mention it because it's definitely one of the best shows out there. Okay. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yes. Still very much invested in the show. Um, am I? And uh, sounds like you are too, sir. I am. I'm actually playing catch up to prepare for the upcoming season. Yes. Which we are two from uh, at the time of this podcast, we are two weeks away from the season nine premiere, which they are already calling. They are already subtitling as Rick Grimes's final episodes. Yep. Which is in a way kind of brilliant. I think. 
personally. And why do you say that? Well, just to go ahead and get that out there. And um, because I I remember reading that this show was going to have a new feel and it it even has a new feel to me in the, in the previews and the, you know, especially that five minute plus trailer. Um, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see. And then this latest bit, um, I put it on my story on Facebook. It says, you know, Negan's talking the whole time and it just says, you're not, you know, you're not doing anything. You're just um, getting it ready for me, basically. And so right. he, he's even foreshadowing the fact that Rick is not going to be around, which is just crazy to me. What, what do you think about that, that ploy uh, on, on, the, on the show's part? Uh, I kind of have to agree with you that, you know, it's brilliant. You know, let's face it, it's in a sense preparing fans for the inevitable that, you know, Rick Grimes will be leaving the show. Yes, very leaving the show, not necessarily killed off or or walkerized, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I mean, they haven't come out and said he will be killed, or that's still up in the air. Exactly. So, but from everything I've read, it's going to happen in like the first, I think, I guess the first half of the the season. That that's what I I saw as well. Yep. Yep, the first half will be the, will be his final episodes, is my understanding. That was mine as well. Awesome, good times. We are in fall, and fall means Walking Dead. So two more weeks, my friend, and then we will get to uh, get to talk about that um, at work, and maybe even have uh, some Walking Dead content for for SDOTL later on down the road. Sounds good. All right, my friend, uh, for the sake of time, I want to dive into one more uh, topic that was okay. a, a kind of a big one for us in, in season one. And I want to hear your thoughts on the world of gaming. Are you a big gamer or were you a big gamer? I used to be a big gamer back, I mean, back up until probably the last five or six years. Okay. I had another topic written down that we can also do that we can also kind of close the show out with. I have gaming written down and I have goosebumps written down. <laughs> goosebumps. No, that was one. That was a great, great series. I, I read several of the books as a kid. Yes. So we could dabble in both of those or we could invest, you know, more in, in the goosebumps or, you know, whatever you want to do, sir. Um, well, let's talk about the gaming. Okay. You give me, give me your, um, give me your, the biggest games in, in your life that in, impacted you the most as far as, as far as gaming goes. All right. Nintendo 64's GoldenEye. Yes. My dad and I, along with many friends, have spent countless hours playing that game. Um, I mean, that's almost in a way the gold standard was GoldenEye as far as the type of game it was, the multiplayer. um, Man. I mean, the the show, the, the, the show, the game and the movie go hand in hand so well. I love that movie. It I'm a huge James Bond fan, and that's probably my favorite movie, uh, James Bond movie, and the game has a lot to do with it. 
I can see that. Yeah. So, Golden Eye was a uh, yeah. I had that in my top three as well. Um, another one would have to be Super Mario Kart 64 or Super Nintendo. Loved them both. You were uh, tearing up some street out there, some track. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. I mean, let's face it, you got to go with the classic Mario Brothers from the beginning. This The first one. The first one. The first yes. one and Super Mario World on Super Nintendo as well as Super Mario Brothers 3 for regular Nintendo. Wasn't that big of a fan of Mario Super Mario Brothers 2. I mean, no, I wasn't either. I wasn't either. Um, that game was a big swing and miss for me, personally. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't... I think they were just trying something completely different. I, I don't know what else to really say about that, because the first one, I, I, I strongly recommend over the second one. And the third one might be my most recommended one. Honestly. Yeah, for me, it would probably be the one I played the most. Although, I mean, when I think of playing video games, especially when I think of Mario Brothers 1, I can remember being in daycare and we had to basically, we had one system with, you know, in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 kids who were all wanting to play. And once you died, you had to give up your controller. And I was like, apparently set, set a tone for the for it back then because I was able to beat the whole game without dying once. Wow. And that was just in daycare. So for some reason that memory always stuck out to me when it comes to that game. This is the first one. The first one. Very impressive. Well, you had the, and even with the war, I mean, people could be thinking Jay, you know, well, you had the two warps get you right to, uh, world eight if i'm not if i'm not mistaken right level eight but even then i mean that's a tough game um not a lot of extra lives to be had by any means i mean you basically had what you had and you had to do your best to collect the coins and there weren't many coins then either right tough game it was it was. I I also enjoyed playing like all the different sports games, you know, whether it was like NBA Jam or the Madden games. I mean, it really, really mattered the system. Uh, the Tiger Woods game on PlayStation Two was always for me. The Tiger Woods two thousand two or then two thousand three were always a lot of fun for me and my friends because we used to play golf a lot. Oh yeah. It doesn't get any better as far as golf games than, than Tiger Woods. Well, um, what? Let's, how about your top – you got some top titles on the Goosebumps books? Uh, I can remember maybe two of the titles. Okay. Um, one of them being the first one, which was Welcome to Dead House. Yes. 
as well as the, well, I, guess, I think it was like something along the lines of Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Yes. Yeah, I think that was uh, one of the earlier ones, like maybe in the teens, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was, it, was bet- it was maybe early teens. Mm-hmm. Those are the main two that I can remember the names of, although I read several of them and did many book reports as a kid on Goosebumps book. Any, um, I did a, a episode devoted to Goosebumps. Uh, I might, I'm sure I missed a lot of things. Is there, is there a piece of information from the book reports that you remember? Um, many of those book reports because I remember book reports and I like doing book reports because as a young kid, I enjoyed reading. Um, so book reports were always kind of a, yeah, they were always kind of an easy, easy, good grade for me. Yeah. I think there was one, uh, I forget. It may have been the second or third book in the goosebump series where it turned out that like, uh, Something that I I can remember my book report had like a a poster of like a green hand and a blue I mean a green and a red hand I guess representing blood and plants and something or another. Yes, that would you were right. That would have been the second one. Stay out of the basement. Yeah, which was an awesome book. <laughs> as a kid, I did. I read number two first, and then I went back to number one. That man, that, that artwork just threw the roof. It was awesome. Yeah, and the, the TV series is on Netflix right now. Wow. Uh oh. That might be a time consumer for me right there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they they were very successful with the show. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I give a. Uh, um, I found uh, one day at Horrorland up at uh, work out of a pallet that I bought and brought home. So looking forward nice. to the day um, and, and with you uh, down the road, too, with uh, your son on the way, um, just reading some of these Goosebumps books when they get to be the appropriate age. Oh, of course. <laughs> Revisit a lot of those. So Revisit uh, my childhood. Yes. Yes. Introduce them, you know, to all these things we've talked about, TV, movies, uh, some of our favorite sports, the games we could play, um, Goosebumps books, the, all the books we can read. So um, once again, happy, happy as all get out for you and uh, your wife, brother. So oh, thank you. Thank you. Anything else you want to add, my friend? Because um, I think this has been a, a awesome podcast and it's going to make a great addition to the canon my friend so uh anything else you got for us uh just a huge fan of the show uh, i listen to every episode um drew and i apparently agree on a lot of the same topics especially in in pixie men and footballs because uh, i listen just to see i've been listening just to see who he would pick and he and i are pretty much right on the like tit for tat, like as far as that's concerned, there's maybe one game that we might disagree on, if that. Um, but was glad to be a part of the show and would love to be a part of the show in the future. 
Well, that I can guarantee, my uh, my guy. We will we will definitely have you back on soon. And uh, real quick, who you like in the uh, Patriots Lions game tonight? I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Uh... Right? Yeah. Pretty pretty. I think that's that's common, that's almost an, uh, a given. But I will say, I I don't think anyone saw the uh, Bills beating the Vikings by 21 in Minnesota today. Incredible. There's no way I would have picked that. No way I would have picked that. So it would have to be one of those nights uh, almost for the Lions right. to, to beat the Patriots from what we've seen so far. But um, the great thing about the NFL and just especially the NFL are the, the week-to-week adjustments and the different type of opponent um, and how the mindsets for teams can change just on a dime with, with one, one win you know, or one loss, what that does for a team's psyche, you know? Right. I mean, look at what the Browns accomplished the other day. You know, they had their first win in almost two years. They should have had it a week earlier. They they should have had it a week earlier in New Orleans. There's no doubt about that. Anyone who watches that game knows my Saints escaped by the uh, – they, they just escaped, and, and they shouldn't have, so – I agree. Now, if only my team could get it together, then I'd be feeling a lot more, I'd feel a lot better about them. But I would still pull for them, even even when they're not having a winning season. And that would be the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, yes. I am a big Andrew Luck fan. I think they gave the Eagles all they wanted uh, today. I do too. Um. So, yeah, just very early, one and two for the Colts, I think. Yeah. Okay. And then the Saints, um, man, what a game today. <laughs> what a game today against Atlanta. I mean, Breeze did his thing. He threw for three. He he ran for two. And when I say he ran, the first one he, he ran for, he put a spin move on two defenders and dove in. And then the last one, uh, was in overtime. He did his vintage leaping over the line and putting the ball across the the plane. And uh, yeah, so needless to say, I, I'm it, it was uh, it was a good win, much needed after the Bulldogs debacle last night. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, and a quick Cardinals preview while I still got or, uh, update while I still got you, Jay. Um, they swept the Giants today, so there are now six games left in the season, and they're still holding on to that second wild card spot um, by two games. Awesome. Yes. So almost, almost, uh, you know, talking about Cardinals and the postseason once again. So looking forward to that. Jay, it's been a pleasure having you all, man. It really has. Uh-huh. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed being part of the show. Awesome. Um, as always, just listen to us. We're on a bunch of different platforms. We, uh, you know, we love getting to do this, and uh, we love getting to talk with people um, that we know and getting to learn more about them. So, Jay, thanks for being on the show. This has been your host, Drew House, and the uh, SDOTL, the, the East headquarters over here in Olive Branch. Um, Hope everyone has a uh, great day, great night, great week, great month. Jay, tell everyone, peace out, man.
Everybody have a good night and watch the Patriots game and, and listen to Second Door on the Left. I'll be back. <laughs> Boom. You heard it there. God bless. We out. Peace. Peace.